You're listening to a podcast of The River in Durant, Oklahoma. We hope that what you're about to hear will bless you and empower you to live the life that God has called you to live. We hope that it will strengthen you in faith and that it will help you better understand and better recognize who you are in Christ Jesus. Galatians chapter 4, verse 1. I have something important to tell you tonight. I hope no one gets offended about this message. But I have to teach the Bible like the Bible is, is written. It's not my fault this word is in here. So I'm just going to teach it like it, like it says it. There's a lot to know about this, but bear with me. I don't, as a usual rule, I don't normally cuss. Unless Miss Ann starts it. No, I don't. I don't. But I got I to gotta tell you, buckle your seatbelts because it's going to be good. Verse 1 of chapter 4 of Galatians says, Now I say that the heir... As long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all. The king's kids, in practicality, are on a similar level with the servants. A similar level with the servants. God made Adam the king of the world, and we are his offspring. But we, because of our sin in Adam, we're, we were treated like servants. He's using this as an analogy for all of mankind. Verse 2, But is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Verse 3, Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. See, he's comparing us before we were s saved as children in bondage, comparing it to our slavery to sin. Verse 4, but when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of, of a woman, made under the law. Now I'm going to stop right there for a little bit and talk about that. There is a lot of talk about Jesus being a complete alien to man, mankind. That He was Mary's son, but He was fully put in Mary's womb as a, as a zygote, as a fetus. From heaven. That's not true. That cannot be true. He had to be man. Man from Adam. Man from David. Man from Abraham. He had to be of the seed of Abraham and the seed of David. I can prove this. Romans 1. Turn to Romans 1. Paul, a servant of Jesus, Romans 1 1, servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, concerning his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh. Now listen to, anybody want to know what the word the seed there is? The sperma of David. How is he a complete alien if he's got to be from the sperma of David? Yeah. 
He was a son of Mary's flesh. Period. Now, they tell us that he didn't have man's blood. He did have man's blood. I'm sorry, he did. He had the blood of the, the, the divine mixed with the blood of the man. It had to be that way or you don't have a covenant. A covenant is made when both sides that are opposing bleed together. Must come together in a cup. They both sides drink of that cup. The blood of Jesus, the reason it works is a covenant for us. And that cup we take when Donald leads us in the, the, the Lord's Supper is a cup of Jesus' blood, which is the blood of man and the blood of God mixed together. Glory to God. Amen. That's a covenant. You hear me? Yes. Now, let's admit that Mary's blood as a, in her circulatory system did not mix with Jesus' blood. But genetics proves that you got your blood from your mother and your father both. Now the father is a determining factor in the type of blood you have. But the mother has a mitochondrial contribution. Everybody understand what, I'm saying, what I just said? Yeah. She has a genetic contribution to the blood. Or else we have no covenant. If it's all God's blood, we have no covenant. Right. Covenant has to be paid for by both sides. Amen. God and man. Amen. Don't, don't fall into that stupid trap. Trying to be over-religious about it. Because Mary's blood was not contaminated. Man's blood was not, was not contaminated with sin. It was the spirit that was contaminated with sin. Their spirit was contaminated with sin. Your blood had no more sin than any, anything, any other part of you. Your finger had it. Your toes had it. Your nose had it. Every part of you was sinful when you were born. But it did not, did not say that your blood was contaminated with sin. Back to Galatians chapter 4, verse 5. He came to redeem them that were under the law, that we, that Paul is talking, that, that we there is the Jews, Paul is the Jew, that we might receive the adoption of sons. We were never under the law of Moses. Now, we are, we're under a law. We were under the law of the garden. The law of the garden, don't eat that tree. The day you eat that tree, you die. That law got us all. We were, we were all under that law. We were under the law of Noah in Genesis chapter 8. Turn to Genesis chapter 8 in, uh, on the computer screen, if you would. 8 and verse uh, 20, I think, is where it starts. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of the, the clean beasts and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on that altar. Verse. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. That's you and me. That's you and me. Come on, somebody say amen. That's you and me. Amen. For the imagination of a man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I have as I have done. Next verse. Verse 22. While the earth remains stomp of foot. Yeah, it's still here. Last I checked. Still here. 
While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. This covenant goes on and on and on. There's lots of law here. It says, If any man sheds innocent blood, by man his blood shall be shed. Capital punishment is in this one. We were all under this law, but not the law of Moses. Listen to verse 6. Galatians 4, 6. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Everybody say it. Abba, Father. That's like a girl that says to her daddy, calls her father, Daddy. When my daughter called me Daddy, that melted me. I was getting on to her and she said, Daddy. That ruined me. Anybody raise daughters? You know what I'm talking about? They know how to say Daddy. Usually, usually it's more like, Daddy. Daddy. This is family talk. God brought you into his family. The earth was not crying out and groaning in travail for a manifestation of the servants of God. For the disciples of Christ, the earth is groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God, the children of the Almighty. Verse 7, Wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Think about what this means to be an heir. I am an heir to James and Sybil Holler. They left me a little stuff. My wife, she had two dads in her life, and they both left her an inheritance. Her stepdad left her an inheritance, and her real dad left her an inheritance. We thought that was a terrible thing when she was a kid growing up. She had to have two dads. When they died, it turned out pretty good. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, really, we miss them both. Verse 8, Howbeit then, when ye knew not God, ye did service unto them which are by nature no gods. But now, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? He's going to tell you right now what these weak, weak, weak and beggarly elements are. Verse 10. Ye observe days and months and times and years. Wait a minute. What's he talking about? He's not talking about Christmas. They didn't have it then. He's not talking about Easter. They didn't have it then. He's not talking about your birthday. He's not talking about you observing your anniversary. He's not talking about the 4th of July. He's talking about the, the days and months and times and years of the law of Moses. I'm going to prove it. Verse 11. I'm afraid of you, lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. Brethren, I beseech you, be as I am, for I am as ye are. Ye have not injured me at all. Now listen, when Paul was with the Jews, he acted like a Jew. But when he was with the Gentiles, he acted like the Gentiles. Yeah. Got to eat bacon and catfish, glory to God. 
Amen. 1 Corinthians 9.20. Let's put this up here. 1 Corinthians 9.20. He says it himself. Now, he wasn't being a hypocrite. He didn't try to hide this. He told everybody what he was doing. Verse Corinthians 9 20 says, And unto the Jews I became as the Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as under the law, that I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without law, that's you and me, we're a bunch of outlaws. As without law. Any, any outlaws in the house? Amen. Charles taught me the difference between a, a criminal and an outlaw. I said, well, tell me the difference. He said, George Washington was an outlaw. Thomas Jefferson was an outlaw. They were not criminals. They were outlaws. Is that good? That's good right there. Now, I'm an outlaw. I didn't get, I didn't get saved by the law. I got saved without law. Amen. Any outlaws in the house? Amen. We're all outlaws. Then without law as without law. Being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ. Now listen to me. Paul is saying himself, he is under the law to Christ. He is a Jew, not you, him. When you're with a Jew, you don't act like a Jew. That does you no good. They picked that hypocrisy up just like that. When Paul was with the Jews, he tried his best not to offend them. Okay? That I might gain them that are without law. And he says, To the weak I became as weak, that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Listen to me. Everybody in this world needs a purpose. You need a purpose for your life. Get a purpose for your life other than just taking in food and, and air and water and expelling it. You need a reason to live. Paul found his greatest reason to live was to win people to Christ. That really is the greatest thing you've ever... If you've ever led anybody to Jesus, you feel 10 feet tall and bulletproof after that. You don't need another drink of alcohol at all. You lead somebody to Jesus, your life goes, wow, I feel like a giant today. You ought to do it every, every week or so, every day or so, at least every month or so. Win somebody to Jesus. At least talk to them about Jesus. Give this your life's purpose. Here's a man who had everything going for him. He could have been anything, done anything, but he chose by the grace of God to become a soul winner. To reach out to, lo to the lost. Reach out to the lost. Love the hurting. If they, if they become unrepentant and they act like they don't want to be saved, well then it's not your business. But give everybody one chance. Amen. Can I say amen? amen? You give everybody one chance. Verse 13, Galatians 4, 13. Ye know how through infirmity of the flesh... I preached the gospel unto you at the first. Paul went everywhere. And he went so far, sometimes so long, so hard, that he just got weak in the flesh. Sometimes it was to the Galatians because he had just been beaten to pieces. 
when he was preaching in Galatia, he had just been beaten down bad. My temptation which was in my flesh you despised not, nor rejected, but received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. Verse 15. Where is then the blessedness you spake of then? For I bear you record that if it had been possible, you would have plucked out your own eyes and given them to me. He said, you would have done anything to save me from the, the torment I was going through then. But now, he said, I am therefore become your, have I therefore become your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. These people who, saw him, who once so admired him and loved him and adored him because he preached to them the grace of God by faith turned on him when, this, when legalistic people came and started preaching them other things. The legalists came to Galatia and started spreading a gospel that was not the gospel. We read about it in, in Galatians chapter 1 and verse 8. Get a refresher. Galatians 1, 8 and 9. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Paul opens this letter telling them that somebody's been preaching a gospel to you, but it's not the one I preached to you. It sounds like the gospel because it's all about Jesus. But it's the wrong message. It's if you do this, Jesus will save you. That's not the gospel. The gospel is Christ Jesus died for our sins before we did anything good. Amen. Receive it by faith alone. Verse 17. They zealously affect you but not well, yea, they would exclude you that ye might affect them. Get it be a feather in their cap. But it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing, and not only when I am present with you, my little children, of whom I travail and birth again until Christ be formed in you. Now listen to me. He's not saying by saying that, he's not saying they weren't saved. He's already said they were sons. But they needed to be trailed over again to rebirth their minds. Their spirits were born again, but not their minds. You know, I've had some trouble with that myself. I got born again, and everything changed on the inside. I remember the day I woke up after I got saved. The next morning, it was like somebody had washed the whole world. The whole world just looked all new to me. I didn't have an enemy in the world. I loved everybody. I even thought my, my mother-in-law was amazing. Still do. She didn't like me very much back then, but she, she does now. But my mind wasn't changed. My heart was right, but my mind was not. I had to change my mind. My heart had been granted righteousness by faith. You get made right by faith in the inner man. But you then have to change your mind. You knew there was, you knew there was a catch, didn't you? 
That's why you have to sit under the Word of God. Sit under the Word of God constantly. Let the Word work on your mind to bring you to repentance. Repentance is not how you get saved. That's what they used to tell us all the time. That's wrong. Repentance comes after you're saved. I've been repenting my whole Christian experience. Because repentance is this word. Metanoia. It means change mind or change the way you think. I've been trying to change the way I think ever since I got saved. It's getting easier. It's getting easier. And if you've just been saved a year or two, I'm telling you, it's going to get easier. You win a few battles, and it gets easier. Verse 20. I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice, for I stand in doubt of you. Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law. Who would desire to be under the law? Do you not hear the law? And listen, we've got some important things to say tonight. Verse 22. For it is written that the Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, the other by a free, free woman. He had two sons. One was by a bondmaid. Let's, let's define this bondmaid son. Thayer's definition of, of a bondmaid son is found in Hebrews 12, verse 8. Hebrews 12, verse 8 says, But if ye be without chastisement or correction, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. Wow. Wow. The word there, the Hebrew word there, I'm sorry, the Greek word there for bastards is nothos. N-O-T-H-O-S. Everybody say the word nothos. Nothos. And here's its definition. Thayer's, defini Thayer's definition is illegitimate bastard, one born not in lawful wedlock, but of a concubine or female slave. What was... Hagar, female slave, a concubine. So what was Ishmael? Nothos. Yeah, 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 Nothos. Come up here, Paris, and help me. I want you to draw, let's erase this. Draw a line down the middle there. Okay. Yeah. Off that straight. And on this side, I want you to write, write while I tell you to write. The free wo woman. That doesn't work very well. Try this one.
free woman. Right, Bond woman over here. I'm not talking about James Bond's girls. <laughs> All the guys are going, Bond women, how good. No. Which, which, listen, but he who was of the bond woman was born after the flesh. Right, flesh here. But he of the free was by promise, right, promise over here. You're going to see something big. Which things are an allegory, for these are the two covenants. The two covenants. What's this one? The old. Oh, put O-T. 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 Old Testament. New T. New Testament. These are the two covenants. He's telling us a secret here. Which things are an allegory for these are the two covenants. The one from Mount Sinai. I put Sinai. S-A-N, S-I-N-A-I, S-I-N-A-I, which gender to bondage, put bondage there. No, 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 bondage. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right, I'll fix it. Put all this over okay, here. Okay, I got it. I, got, I know what to do. Oh, yeah. No, that, that won't fix it. This is over here. They won't fix it. Okay, I, I put put old put Old Testament right there. Just copy the, all of it all. Okay. Old Testament. Sinai, S-I-N-A-I, and bondage. Put New Testament over here. <coughs> now we got it. All right. Now put over on under bondage. Put Hagar over here. H-A-G-A-R. All right. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia. See this? No, it's, it's fine. And answer to Jerusalem. Put Jerusalem over here. This is a present day Jerusalem. I didn't put it over there. Paul put it over there. J-E-R-U-S-A-L-E-M. Jerusalem. Which now is and is in bondage to her children. You see this? See all this lining up over here? The bondwoman, the flesh, the Old Testament, Sinai, bondage, Hagar, Jerusalem. Earthly, earthly Jerusalem. Verse 25. For this Hagar is Mount Sinai in Arabia and answers to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with her children. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free. Put new Jerusalem, the heavenly Jerusalem, and put free under there, which is a mother of us all, right? Mother of the church. 
For it is written, Rejoice thou barren that bearest not, break forth, cry, and, and cry thou that travailest not. For the desolate hath many more children than she which hath a husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. Put Isaac. That's what it should be I-S-A-A-C, I think. And we are the children of yeah. promise. We got, we got promise already. got promise already. Okay, that's fine. Verse tw 29, But as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, put spirit over here. <coughs> you got flesh over here already. Even so it is now. Nevertheless, what says the scriptures? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, Hernothos. For the son of the bondwoman, the bastard, shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. Oh. The free woman. Who is the free woman? Sarah. Yes, Sarah's the free woman. Hagar's the, Hagar's the bondage woman. And he says the bondage present day is Jerusalem and its law. The freedom present day is the new Jerusalem from heaven and its mother of the church, the spirit. I didn't write this, I just found it. Just telling you. How did Paul know this? Let's turn back to, to uh, Galatians chapter 1 and I'll show you a mystery. I'm done with you. Thank you. You want me back, I'll come back. Okay, I know you will. I may not spell here, but I'll You didn't hug me or anything. You just walked right past me. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Okay. Now, <laughs> let's turn to... Miss Anna, I want you to read this for me. Starting with verse 13. Galatians 1, 13. Get a microphone, would you? Okay, read. Okay, stand close. I like that. <laughs> For ye have heard of my conversation in time past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted What is the centerpiece of the Jews' religion? The law. Okay, read on. And profited in the Jews', Jews religion above many my equals. Now, was this be before he was born or after? After. After. He couldn't do that before he was born, could he? No. Had to be born to be able to do any of this or read on. Uh, many my equals in mine own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. Was that before he was born or after? After. After. Okay, read on. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb. Wait a minute. Are we going backwards now? We're going backwards now? He's talking about it coming from his mother's womb? No. He's not talking about the day he was born. He's talking about the day he was born again. 
Yeah, now listen. What mother's womb did he have? He was talking about this mother right here. Mother Hagar. Bondage. Sinai. The Old Testament. The flesh. Jerusalem. Paul had been born of that mother. God separated him from that mother. Amen. Amen, it's good. He got born all over again into this mother. Read, Miss Ann. And called me by his grace. Called me by his grace. What saved Paul? Grace. Grace. Not the law, but grace. Law can't save anybody. It's death. It's death. It's death. Amen. I mean to say it's death. Read on. To reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. What, what, what? Where's flesh and blood? Neither, read on. Neither when I to Oh, the flesh and blood were in Jerusalem. I didn't go see these guys and knew all about the law. But I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Oh, he heard Jesus for three years. How long does it take to train an apostle? Took three years apparently because it's how long Jesus had Peter, James, and John. He took Paul out for three years by himself. Why? Why not just use Peter, James, and John if it's the same gospel? Because it wasn't. They, 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 they preached a message called the gospel of the kingdom full of this. To the Jews only. Paul preached a message called the gospel of grace to you and me, to the Gentiles. Amen. He had to be trained because Peter, James, and John were not trained for that. He had to be trained for this. Three years. And he could not be trained for this in Jerusalem. Right. Had to be in Gentile country in Arabia and Damascus. Amen. Oh man, what a teaching. Holler, you did it again. That's awesome. With <laughs> <laughs> a little help, my friends. Nevertheless, verse 30, what saith the scripture? Cast out the bondwoman with her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free. Verse 31. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Amen. Don't forget, the law is you trying to live by, for God in the flesh. Walk in the Spirit. Let's turn to Galatians chapter 5. Next time we're going to talk about this. I want to pull up two verses and we'll do a thorough rundown of this next time. But two verses I want to pull out. Galatians 5, 16. Read it, Miss Ann. This I say, out loud. 
You live higher than the law. Not below the law. Higher than the law. The law just said, Thou shalt not kill. The Spirit says, You shouldn't even want to kill. Amen. Amen. Can I have a good amen? The Spirit changes everything. Read verse 25. Oh, well, now, we live in the Spirit. Living in the Spirit is one thing. Choosing to walk in the Spirit is another thing. Okay? You came alive in the Spirit when you got born again. But your choice is you're going to walk this out by faith. Walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If we live there, let's walk there. Amen. I love you all very much.